This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com super because honestly, being a human can be exhausting. Hey, brother. Okay, so earlier this week, we made a video talking about whether or not a witch or wizard can run out of magic or if there's even a cost involved with performing spells. And in short, we decided, no, there is no cost. You could literally cast 100 Patronuses in a row and still have enough energy to go enter a hot dog eating contest, which is what I am assuming Tino was doing right before this scene right here. Do we know how the hot dog is important? No. Will it definitely be important? Probably not. Am I thinking about it anyway? Not really. I'm lying. I totally am. What's with the hot dog? But we do know that magic can perform in kind of unusual ways, not the least of which when it is repressed. And that topic in particular is something that's really been thrust to the forefront thanks to the Fantastic Beast series, where we discover that this faceless black cloud of chaos that is destroying New York City is in fact, one Credence bear, but I said faceless. It does sort of have a face at times. You know. The unique thing about Credence in this particular situation, though, is that he is way too old to be an Obscurus, at least according to Newt. There's no documented case of an Obscurial surviving past the age of 10. Credence is way older than that, making the reveal that he is in fact the Obscurus that's destroying town kind of shocking. Even more so in Crimes of Grindelwald, where we discover that not only has he survived for this long, but Credence actually seems to have some semblance of control over the beast. And with that, it means we are in totally uncharted territory, meaning however this is going to be resolved is completely wide open. Anything can happen. Which is making me increasingly curious because in a story that is supposedly supposed to be about Newt's commander, it seems to be more and more about Dumbledore by the minute. The next movie literally could have been The Secrets of Scamander and it would have been awesome. Instead, it's The Secrets of Dumbledore. What makes Albus Dumbledore? So fond of you. Better question for you, Percival. Why is Newt so important to this story? Or for that matter, why are beasts in particular so important to this story? To be fair, they are making the font smaller and smaller on the Fantastic Beast portion of the title, so he even knows if he'll still be there at the fourth and fifth movies if those ever come out. And maybe even beyond all of that, if Newt is so important to Dumbledore and he's such a powerful wizard, then where was he during the entire Harry Potter saga? Today, we take our guesses. Hey, brother! Guys, before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. You know what's funny about health? We love physical health, running, biking, lifting heavy things repetitively. And for good reason, physical health is important and who doesn't love a good gym selfie? If I'm being entirely honest with myself, I don't know if I know the answer to that question. Do we love gym selfies? Either way, the point is, I think we put a ton of energy into physical health and we underestimate the importance of mental health. I mean, seriously, work out that mind of yours and be prepared for some glorious brain selfies, or as I like to call it, your personality. Or in my case, it's kind of like a brain desk that's just got papers all over it. Random trivia. But the thing is, taking care of your mental health is just the same as taking care of your physical body. And good routine maintenance on your mental health and emotional wellness can really pay dividends down the line in case something bigger happens. And it's important to remember that going to therapy doesn't mean that something is wrong. It's just a great way to take care of yourself. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that provides both video, phone, and live chat functions so you don't even have to see somebody if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can 
start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? And Super Carlin Brothers viewers get 10% off your first month when you head on over to betterhelp.com super. Again, that's going to be B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com super for 10% off your first month. Links in the description down below. Also guys, you might not be aware of the fact that Super Carlin Brothers has its own coffee brand called Carlin Brothers Coffee. If you enjoy going to a brewery on the weekend, think of our coffee just like that. It's a micro roastery with extremely high-end coffee. And you can get 50% off your first bag when you sign up for a subscription and find out if it's the right kind of coffee for you. Head on over to carlinbrotherscoffee.com or just click the link in the description down below. Okay, so for a second, let's talk about Mr. Newton Artemis Fido's commander because for one, he has an awful lot of names, which is not dissimilar to Oliver Sasseville, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore. But really, that's not all, because apparently Newt has been important to Dumbledore dating back to his times at Hogwarts. What makes Albus Dumbledore so fond of you? And supposedly during this period of time, something goes down and Dumbledore goes out on a limb to protect Newt. In this moment, I actually really don't think that Newt knows, but then again, Newt is not really one to get his nose in things anyway. I don't take sides. Don't take sides. That's a weird characteristic for your main character. Just, right? Either way though, Newt does seem to respect Dumbledore and Dumbledore does seem to respect Newt for reasons that haven't exactly been spelled out yet. You simply ask, is a thing right? So I'm about 99% sure that this is both referencing something that has already happened, but also foreshadowing something major that is yet to come. At some point in time, Newt is gonna do the right thing, no matter what the cost. And I say major because I'm going to call my shot here. I think that Newt is ultimately going to give up his magical abilities, either to protect or save Credence. Because Newt is our main character, and when it comes down to it... You never met a monster you couldn't love. And now, I totally get it. Like, this might seem like it's coming completely out of left field. Like, why so specifically this solution to a problem, and why does it need to be Newt? They're fair questions, but I do think I have answers. I'm going to try and take this slow because it bounces around a lot. Let's start by backing up just a little bit and examining the actual reason why Newt went through New York City to begin with. It's to return the Thunderbird to... The wilds of Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, the place whose capital is literally Phoenix. I see what you did there. We do later learn that Dumbledore was the person to direct Newt towards the Thunderbird to begin with. You told me where to find that traffic Thunderbird, Dumbledore. You knew that I would take him home. The point is here though, that Newt isn't traveling to New York City. He's traveling through New York City on his way to Arizona. And this is important because it means that he's not in New York City to try to figure out what's going on with the Obscurus at all, even a little bit. None. Mostly, if you'll actually recall, it's that his Niffler goes inside of a bank and when he chases it into a bank, he accidentally swaps identical briefcases with Jacob and then that ends up releasing a bunch of magical beasts on New York City, which slows him down on his way to again, Arizona. Coincidentally though, entirely inside of that same briefcase is an Obscurus, not the one that's attacking New York City. What? Are the odds of that? Not very high. I did the math, but with Dumbledore pulling the strings, I think pretty high. Especially when you consider that Dumbledore's little sister, Ariana, almost definitely died from this exact thing. And I say that based on a nearly textbook definition of an Obscurus as the description 
As to what happened to Ariane, it destroyed her, what they did. She was never right again. She wouldn't use magic, but she couldn't get rid of it. It turned inward and drove her mad. It exploded out of her when she couldn't control it. And at times she was strange and dangerous, but mostly she was sweet and scared and harmless. So we have Nude, who has independently studied in Obscurus. Dumbledore, whose younger sister almost certainly died because she developed an Obscurus. Dumbledore then showed Newt a Thunderbird, which he knew Newt would have to return to America. By way of taking it to America, he ended up in New York City where there was an Obscurus and Grindelwald. Hope you're still with me. We're totally doing it, team. Dumbledore and Grindelwald at the root of everything and the two of which have a blood pack, which mean they can't attack each other. Grindelwald is in New York actively trying to figure out the Obscurus situation. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, whoever figures out the Obscurus thing is gonna win. And when I say win, I of course mean the famed duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Whoever can successfully crack the code first basically has it in the bag. And if we fast forward a lot to the times of Harry Potter, we know that Rita Skeeter writes a book called The Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore, where when she talks about that famed duel, she says that maybe it wasn't even a duel at all, that Grindelwald just merely threw up a white flag. This line in particular is such a random line to include, but all of the other things that we learn about Dumbledore through Rita Skeeter's book are actually true things. But this line in particular was never addressed again, which is interesting because this duel with Grindelwald is one of the very first things you learn about Dumbledore ever with Harry on the way to Hogwarts for the first time on his chocolate frog card. Later in King's Cross, Dumbledore does tell Harry, I won the duel, I won the wand. But why does Rita Skeeter make this claim? I feel fairly certain that in the end, Newt is going to be rather critical to resolving everything. After all, he is supposedly the main character. But in what way is kind of the question here? Because the other real quandary with Newt is what happens to him after the Fantastic Beast series? Like we know that he does survive and we know that he has children and that those children also have children, one of whom is Rolf's commander who marries Luna Lovegood. But if he is still around, then it really begs the question like, where is he in the fight against Voldemort? He wasn't even in the Order of the Phoenix the first time around either. And you might just say that he married Tina, who is from America. Maybe they just moved back to America, but even that's not true. With the information we have about him in the present day, he still lives in the UK. Which, not that geography has really been a problem for Newt anyway. We've already seen him in America, in France, and the next movie supposedly taking place in Brazil. And Voldemort is attacking in his backyard. Where is he? It just doesn't add up and I need it to add up. And for that matter, where is Credence during all of the Voldemort nonsense? Like we even know that Nagini ends up being like his right hand snake. And he seems to be a pretty super powerful magical force who doesn't actually seem to be evil in any way, shape or form on a redemption arc as it is and aligning with Dumbledore. You'd think he'd be quite the ally or even just seen as a useful weapon to Voldemort in the same way that Grindelwald is trying to use him. Basically what I'm getting at here is that there are some really massive players who seem to just not be present at all during the Voldemort era in the wizarding world. So what is happening to make both Credence and Newt sidelined during this time? I do guess that it is possible that Credence doesn't survive, but he seems pretty resilient. I mean, after all, he survived this. But the other interesting thing about Credence is that it's kind of hard to determine what Credence is. Like, is he a wizard or 
has he become the Obscurus itself? Again, he's survived with an Obscurus way longer than any other person has, like twofold. And, and he kind of has this version of mastery over the affliction. But if he is indeed the Obscurus himself, then he as a whole is more of a parasite that will ultimately eventually need a host. But that's where things get even weirder because he's also not just a regular Obscurus. He's like a walking, talking, breathing human with feelings and emotions. So my suspicion is that at some point in time in order to survive, Credence is going to need a host. And Newt will offer to be that host for him. It will be difficult and dangerous, but the right thing to do. A choice that I think we can pretty easily double down on because in addition to Newt doing the right thing as part of his character anyway, Tina, the woman he loves, also has a special connection with Credence. Protecting him is the reason that she lost her Auror's license in America to begin with. So my theory is that Newt is going to have to absorb the Obscurus into himself and that might take away his own magical abilities. This would effectively sideline both Newt and Credence, but the good news for Newt is that he can still do what he loves the most, take care of magical beasts. Because if you'll notice, a lot of the ways that Newt interacts with the beasts doesn't actually require magic at all. In the first movie, the monkey literally takes his wand away from him and he performs the spectacular mating ritual of the Arumpant. And then in France with the Zowu, he's like literally using like a little like cat toy, you know? Plus Tina can do magic and she's pretty awesome. I think that might've been the best moment of my life. Now, of course, there is a definite possibility that this idea of absorbing this parasite into himself could be deadly. But the other unique thing that we have in play in the story right now is Nicholas Flamel and the Philosopher's Stone. That's gonna come up somehow and the stone would give Newt a way to survive. In the end, it's a very noble way for this series to come to an end and for Newt to kind of like maintain his position at the helm. It's self-sacrificing and the right thing to do and almost certainly something that would allow Tina to love him just forever. Not that there was any doubt. Say what you will about these movies, but these two, their chemistry is so good. Salamanders. And ultimately we would have a fantastic Eh? Reason as to why these characters are involved later on in the series. And that is our latest stab at what might be to come in the Fantastic Beast series up ahead. What do you guys think? How will the Credence and Newt situation be resolved? Let us know all of your thoughts in the towel section down below. But guys, as always, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already so you don't miss out on any future Fantastic Beast action from us. If you would like to find out how Credence might actually be the heir of Slytherin, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, until next time, bye!